But before that, we go to Ōtaki on the Kapiti Coast, itself a bit of a nest for Māori cultural revitalisation. Ōtaki Beach-based Hōhepa Thompson, also known as The Hori, is a performer and an artist who doesn't shy away from controversy and addressing colonisation in his work. Known for his clothing line and his art, um, with his performance work, he likes generating headlines with a wry knowing nod to that old racist archetype of the old Māori joker. And this month, Hōhepa is on tour with his comedy show, The Māori Elite Show. Here's Culture 101 host Palina Lau, um, with Hohepa for a kōrero. So, Hori, can you tell us what is your show about? The Māori Elite Show? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so it's a political satire piece uh, where I talk to what a so-called quotation marks Māori elitist is. Um, and it gives my kind of whakaaro on 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 that whakaaro. Mm-hmm. Um, and also it kind of speaks to the anti-co-governance um, corridor that has been um, that has been floating about for the last uh, few years around um, you know anti-co-governance and what and what and what that kupu actually entails like what what is co-governance actually what does that mm. mean? Um, and kind of my fakaro is that I'm trying to give a more Maori perspective uh, on co-governance, and um, which I think has been lacking from all of the corridor that you've heard from um, people like Julian Batchelor and all of these um, who are so afraid and against this this thing. So um, it's kind of trying to simplify the word down and give a more te ao Māori perspective on, on, on that issue, yeah. I think when people hear the word co-governance, it's, uh, it's confusing, it's complicated, it's awkward, but that's sort of where you like to sit with your art, isn't it? Is it fair to say that's almost like your comfort zone? Yeah, I like the niggly. Um, I just, I, I'm, I'm quite inquisitive like I like to kind of when shit interests me I'm like oh yeah I'll, I'll go check this out and like what we've done over the last decade is kind of we look at quite um serious issues um that we face in Aotearoa and we kind of we talk about kind of this weddle and we challenge um we challenge the whakaro around those issues um and, you know, we challenge Māori for um just as much as we um, challenge Pākehā. So um, it's been an interesting decade of doing this mahi because um, I've said it once and a lot is that some of our biggest critics are Māori. So it's, um, yeah, when we're talking about kind of colonial ideas and uh, things that have come from colonisation, um we also look at the things and in, in the way it's unraveled into um, into Te Ao Māori, how colonisation's kind of made its way in, and it's now kind of become, uh, you know, almost woven in certain tikanga and even kawa um, of of iwi across across the motu. So when we're challenging things like that, these colonial ideas, um, a lot of Māori 
do think, well, what the hell's going on here? But it's just kind of throwing that wheel, that challenge, like to, to have a conversation over this. Um, and it, when it came to the co-governance uh, corridor um, I, and, and for the Māori elector, I just try to break it down into simpler ways for people to understand. And mm. Yeah, mainly just giving the, the main chat about it is to kind of um, let people know that you don't have to be afraid of of this thing called co-governance. It's not like, you know, it's uh, it's already happening. Um, and we, we just call it kotahitanga. Um, you know, and if you look at co-governance and kotahitanga, mm. I speak about that in our, in our kōrero. Um, it's, you know, people coming together, a collective of people, a group of people, um, you know, coming together uh, to look at a, an issue and who are the who are these people that um, need to be sitting at the te- at the tepu? And I think Māori, Pākehā, Tauri need to be sitting at the tepu. Why these discussions are being um, and these decisions are being made about certain things like land and waterways and all of these things. There needs to be uh, there most definitely needs to have iwi involvement with these kōrero. Um, What's- and that's that's all co-governance for me is. What's been the reaction to the show so far? You're about to start your South Island leg. So what, yeah. what up until now what's been the reaction? It's 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 been great. It's been um it's it's just it's a bit of a light fun uh it's a comedy really. It's mm. so it's enjoyable to watch but it can get it gets you know there's there's peaks and troughs in this chat. So yeah. you know we because we're talking about quite serious um, issues. A lot of the time, the best way in is light and comedic, right? And then you, you hit them with the serious stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's um, it's it's more palatable. You know, people can get a joke, and if they can, you know, instead of people kind of yelling and, um, you know, you see all the protests that happen. You know, and I, I believe in protests, um, but sometimes when you're on this uh, platform, it's easier to kind of um, almost make fun of the um, the thing that you want to talk about and then kind of, yeah, hit them with the serious notes as well. But, uh, yeah, it's been it's been amazing. Um, every place that we've been to, you know, they've taken it as it is. And in the beginning, I, I, I do warn them. I'm like, you know, we're, we're about to go deep. It's a deep kind of wānana. And we kind of open it up to the audience at the end to have a kōrero as well. So it's been some really interesting interactions and is it funny, what you, you know? expected? Well, I, yeah, yeah, it is. It is. It's kind of my whole facado around it and the intent of it is to kind of build our own little fire, our own little bonfire, um, and kind of the artwork is the, the kingling that kind of, you know, gets the fire going. And we come around the warmth and everyone has the discussion around it. Um, so it has been, it has, it's been amazing, not bigger than I thought it, it would be it would be mm. um and i wish i could do more of the of the shows but you've only palmed it all into one little month but i think everyone's um expectation of it definitely changed once they saw it they were like oh shit like it's actually it can bite you in the ass some of it in, in a good way though it's kind of it's funny in a second and you and then in the next you could be crying so it's it's 
yeah, there's 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 that side of it. You're an artist. You're a performer, a comedian, a comedian. A, you know, you're a gallery and designer. You've got a shop. You've said that you've said in the past that art and creativity for you is everything. And then, of course, on top of that, you know, being Maori. But that's not something you always embraced. In fact, you sort of shunned it when you were younger. Yeah, and it's been a part of my kind of journey. Um, you know, I was raised in Te Ao Māori, so, you know, I'm, I'm from that kohanga generation um, that went into Kura Te Urua and then, um, and then I went into a more mainstream high school um, space. So uh, at, in that space, I was probably the most fluent person at school and I kind of got pigeonholed as that Māori kid, mm. you know, who had to stand and do... Porphyry and and all of those things and uh, and the school didn't really make it easy for me. Um, it was just it was kind of easier to assimilate into uh, a Pākehā world and kind of lay low. Um, so I decided that yeah, at the age of fourteen, I made this kind of conscious decision that I would just step step out of that world and and now live in a Pākehā world and. And I did for, for probably 12, 13 years. Um, and so what changed? Was, yeah. Oh, well, it wasn't until I was actually overseas. You know, I went traveling kind of four or five years and mm. uh, all the people I met um, and spoke to and were like so in love with our, um, with our culture. And, uh, you know, being from Ngāti Tōa, Rangatira and our haka, um, kamate, um, you know, they wouldn't let me leave the a bus without doing one or, you know, <laughs> especially playing rugby in like, England. Yeah. And so they were, you know, I, I realised while I was travelling overseas that, you know, there are many people across the world that the first thing, you know, they think about when they think about um, Aotearoa is Māori. Mm. So it's... Um, for me to have that realization when I was across, you know, on the other side of the world. So yeah, I, I realized how much of a prick I've been, um, because all of these people overseas loved our culture, and I did. I made a decision to to come home and find a way um, back to finding out who I was, and that's what the art journey has been. It's kind of that slow, um, kind of decolonization of my own mind. Hmm. And um, and coming back to my deal um, and to to Otaki where it all started, um, and creating a, an environment down here for our Fano and our community and our Harpori here, which is which is an amazing place um, in Otaki. You know, we're one of the uh, most bilingual towns in the country, and we're known for this. Um, our Rangatira kind of had this this plan, Fakatupuranga uh, Romano. Um, where they knew the language was was slowly dying, so they had this massive plan to revitalise Te Reo Māori mm. in our town. Um, and I'm a product of that. Uh, and then I ended up going back to to Wānana Raukaua after being, you know, 30 years prior being at the Kohanga Raukaua, I went back to, to Wānana Raukaua um, mm. to relearn uh, my deal and, mm. to, and to, you know, our kids are in Kōrakaupapa and... And to kind of, um, Keep yeah, to, to realign my my the way I thought 
um, and it's been real, real important part of um, the Hori and the brand and and everything we do is, you know, um, you know, it starts in our hapuri and in it and from the small little town, um, we we go outside around around the motu and we go across the world doing some of our our mahi. So it's um it's been really really cool to me, but still a journey that I'm still going with, you know. Uh, especially with Te Reo Māori, like, you know, trying to um, to upkeep it uh, mm. and hopefully get to go back um, soon. Um, yeah, it's something that you have to keep 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 working on. Do you speak Te Reo in your household? Yeah, we have a Reo Rua kind of um, kainga because uh, my partner's uh, Aboriginal girl. Um, ah. Aye, so we have like a indigenous super squad. <laughs> um, yeah, so they fuck a pup over there. They're from Gamilaroi. That's the mob over there. It's a real rule. Like we we speak Pakia, but um, and Maori, but all around our store, you know, in our shop. Yeah, most mm. most days there's conversations happening in Te Reo Maori here at work. So I'd love for it to be full, but it's like it's. The world that we live in, we constantly have this corridor around Te Ao Pākehā, Te Ao Māori, and and you know between the art that we do is kind of bridging the gap between those mm. two worlds, so people can better understand the differences in the culture and and why Māori think the way we do, which a lot of Pākehā Tauri we don't really understand. Adding on to the kind of comedic value of our our brand and what we do is is that you know. A lot of Pākehā and Tauiwi that are looking into our world, they see quite a serious side. You know, if it's at Pōwhiri or, you know, at Tamatatini, they see quite mm. a serious... And I think what they miss is kind of the really the funny parts um, about about Māori Dim. And, and, and it's 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 funny, man. It's, it's, it's really dark. You know, you just ask anyone that's been in the back of the kitchen or at the back of the marae... Uh, <laughs> how hilarious it actually is and especially the way we speak to you you know it's very visual language so mm. you know when you're using different kupu and words um they can mean a, a completely different thing depending on the context you put it in so it's actually a really hilarious language that's what i hope to bring in this in this elite tour is that is that kind of that dark tongue-in-cheek cheeky side that um some people might not see and maybe just yeah. don't even know that it exists in, in terms of the language, yeah. Don't yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Don't know that that's a big part of the language. Oh, it's a massive part of our language. Um, we're human, eh? So we ha- we have, you know, there's all of these, you know, a lot of the jokes and a lot of the things I talk about, they're quite, you know, there's a, it's a bit of sexual kind of corridor in my, um, in my chat. And I go over that, you know, being a kahununu kid you know, <laughs> as well. And speak of, speaking of all of that, um, corridor, you know, there's a there's a few dick jokes and just classic chat celebrating these things that um that some people might think is like very oh you're not supposed to do that but you know Māori had sex as well you know there's some funny shit that happened and um yeah in the comedic stand up part there's a lot of corridor around that and R18 then. Oh yeah. Yeah. I said to another as R20. It's definitely something. <laughs> you don't know. You won't, uh, I've banned my mum from coming 
to watch me in Wellington. I was like, I really don't want you to be in the audience listening to me say this shit. <laughs> yeah, next show, next show. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. Can, can you talk me through the decision to be known as Hori and using that name uh, mm. and the kind of decision to reclaim it? So, yeah, at the same school I was kind of given this, this ingwa because um, I knocked my front tooth out and because uh, <laughs> my name was Hohepa and I was one of the Māori kids, they, it kind of changed into Hori. I really disliked that name and it's probably one of the reasons why I edged away from my culture was because of that, because of been calling that. Yeah, it's it's kind of reclaiming that derogatory term for Māori and using it in a way because it's a challenging ingwa. It's a challenging mm. word in itself. But I've kind of accepted that. I've taken it on. Yeah, when I started signing all my artworks off as Hori, it kind of became this this alias, really. And because of that kupu and that word, I think the brand is kind of built because because it is challenging and, and a lot of the kaupapa, art kaupapa that we go into is quite challenging mahi to um, to take on. So it's, 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 yep, it's part of my personality. But yeah, it is to kind of take something that again and is quite negative mm. um, and use negative, like as a negative thing for our people and, and kind of trying to flip that. Are people yeah. hesitant or they, they're not quite sure whether to call you hohepa or hori, do you find that? Yeah, all the time. I just say ero ero, so that just means same same. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, whether it's hori or hori or hohepa or hori or whatever it is, I, I, you know, I've become it's it's I've been been called hori for over twenty five years. So it's it, it, it's something that I've accepted. But people are challenged by it. You know, my best mates won't won't wear the. The, the hoary tea mm. or something like that. Nah, they wouldn't wear it. Where some of them wear it hard out. But yeah, it's been an interesting little journey navigating that kupu and people kind of, they know what we're doing. They they follow the, the up and what we've been up to. It's kind of how, it's just, it is what it is. Mm. Yeah. Mm. How do you perceive yourself and how do you think that compares to how people perceive you? It's, uh, it's interesting because I always have this, this chat when people actually meet me and or they see me or one second I'm playing rugby down the side of the thing and I'm, and they see this other side of me, you know, there's this, there's this kind of potentially a bit of an anger problem that I have. Well, most definitely. Uh, um, I try to center this with the mahi that I do. Yeah. So I, I think that's something that they might not see about me is that um, pretty cruisy usually. But yeah, if, th- if something gets on my um, on my nose, I kind of get a bit. Yeah, I, I I'm not afraid to have a little confrontation. Have a little chat. No, have a little no. chat. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's kind of the ha part of me is that I, I I don't mind asking the questions if something I don't understand. I don't mind asking those questions. Mm, yeah, I mean traditionally art is uh, is all about challenging the status quo it's about comments on society mm. so yeah that's what you're doing basically when you, when you see some of the stuff that we do and the way that we um kind of approach things it's very much in the niggle yeah it's yeah um it's where we we kind of feel comfortable sitting and even in our like main co we 
it says on our kind of statement pieces, we'll go into um, these taboo subjects that people won't touch. We don't mind being in those in those spaces. And I think Māori, especially in Aotearoa, we need to be in those spaces and taking space, especially in little things like co-governance, because, yeah, I, I believe that it shouldn't be just a one side of the fence kind of opinion. There's many other fences and houses and people... And Māori, you know, they have a definite connection to this whenua. So, yeah, that's 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 a part of this uh, Māori electors that we we kind of go in and we go into the niggle and we talk to to the people about these these kind of these little subjects or kupu like co-governance. So, Hori, this coming week you're starting the South Island leg of your tour. Yes, yes, yes. We're heading down to um, Whakatū to Nelson on uh, Thursday the twenty third. So we'll be at the Theatre Royale. Um, in Nelson, and then we're down to the Grand Hall in Christchurch on the 24th. 